welcome to my series that I call on my YouTube channel Book Brain, which is basically a bunch of book reviews that I chose to read and review. I like thinking like that because from all the books in the library, like what books you choose and you review is going to be so distinct to your personality or your motion and emotion in time at every any given moment. I hope that makes sense. But I have two. Isn't this is weird because I read both of these at the same time. But I couldn't finish any of them. Like I'm just like in a I was, I'm gonna say I was in a phase where I couldn't finish things. I would just start a whole bunch of things and like not finish them. And it reflected in books. These books are basically the same books, just one is more spiritual and one is more fun. Like, they both started at 16 or 17 year old and they're writing in their diary. But, I finished this one first, but I finished this one and I was like, so glad I did. So I'm going to go with this one. This book is Where She Went. The second book and the final book in the If I Stay series. When I got to the last page of this, I saw that there was like a whole bunch of other books. So I was like, oh, If I Stay has like five books in a series. Like, this is going to be fun to like finish. And then I went on Wikipedia to buy the next book. And I found out this was the last book. Like, what the heck? Gail Foreman, not cool. Do you remember the craze of Chloe Grace Mortez? Montez? She was like very popular when she was like 18 and I was like 15. Like 2015, she was very popular. And she's so pretty. Like so pretty. But do you remember watching that movie? I tried watching some of the movie clips on like YouTube and I was like, dang. This movie's kind of boring because like you're based in a hospital and your main character's dead and like um, she's a spirit, she's the soul. And it was cool because I learned that when you are in a big accident or accident at all that is like deadly, you pop out of your body and you don't feel the pain. Like say you get in a car crash and it's like deadly, you don't feel the pain, your soul gets pulled out right before or like during the crash and that movie displayed that and I was like wow how cool to do that in movie form but I heard you do feel the pain if you go back into your body say you like get in a car crash and you die and you go to heaven you don't feel the pain the only time you feel the pain is when you come back into your body but okay where she went this book, the first book was all about Mia, the girl's diary. And this book, I've never written because A, I don't really read like <laughs> books that are written by men. But I never read, but I love this one because this was a book written by a woman f writing about a boy's perspective. And women just dive in deeper. Like guys are very surface level. Like at the moment, I just started reading, like literally just started reading like 12 hours ago, Fall on Our Stars. And that was written by a man and he's very like quick, fast and like lovey-dovey. But like when a girl writes or maybe not just a girl, maybe just individual, 
they go like deep into the emotion and like it's more psychological and it's like so cool like let me pick a random expert ex excerpts and read it because it's from a boy's perspective writing about the world that Gail, the author, has made. Okay. When I look up at her, she's peering at me from under a waterfall of hair, shaking her head in wonder. Yeah, Adam, how amazing you're doing. I mean, you did it. You're a rock star. Rock star? The words are so full of smoke and mirrors, and it's impossible to find a real person behind them. But I am a rock star. I have the bank account of a rock star and the platinum records of a rock star and the girlfriend of a rock star. But I fucking hate that term. And hearing Mia pin hearing Mia pin it on me ups the level of me loading it to a new stratosphere. She made her characters 17 and 18. Oh wait, wait, wait. If she was in a coma at 17, this book is based three years after. So they're 20 and 21. Those are the most exciting years. Like 17 to like 21, 22. Those are your years of like, you don't know nothing at all. You only know what your parents taught you. And your parents only taught you what their parents taught them. So you know nothing. So it's so fun to write about those years. And like make songs from those years. Because it's like so distinctly young it's so it's so interesting because it's so relatable like olivia rodrigo's album spanned unbelievably charts alanis morissette avril lavigne justin Bieber, everyone from those young years sprouted out okay it's not that deep let's say because when you're 17 how deep can you get like what do you like at 17 you have a crush you like going to football games on Friday. Your favorite drink at Starbucks is an iced caramel macchiato. Okay, so I just told you my story. <laughs> when I was 17, I loved iced caramel macchiatos upside down. Or yeah, I think it's called upside down because they mix it for you. But let's read, in, let's read the endings. I love the endings. Because we get to see him depressed, angry. Because Mia cut him off. Mia cut him off because Mia was in the coma. Her family died. She is the only one that survived. And she felt psychologically that she needed to cut off. She wanted to be loved for who she was and not for her circumstances. And she felt that anyone who she had a connection with before the accident were only giving her pity love. And she didn't want that. She's strong. And she's musically talented, which is awesome. But this book had a lot to do with psychology and like why one does something. And one of the questions at the end that she asks the readers is like, let me read it. It's one of like the discussion questions. Here's one of the questions she asks the readers after they're done reading it to reflect on their experience. Do you consider Mia and Adam's relationship stronger on account of their history? Why or why not? What does the future hold for Adam and Mia? She kind of makes you question like, was it worth going everything you went through? And the answer is yes, right? It was worth it because I think the saying is true love comes from 
not hard labor, but hard work or like the hard experiences, which I don't know if I really believe, but she played, she gave us huge like relationship questions and problems based around 20 year olds, like for like 20 year olds to read, which is like pretty like weird and also like pretty cool. But this book took me like two months. There goes my bookmark. But it took me like two or three months to finish because I was I would read it in passages. But also I think that lends to the book because you would finish one chapter and it would be like, oh my God, we were waiting for this to happen since the first book. And then the next chapter would be like completely different. It would be like a different topic. So like it kind of, it kind of like wanted you to like not read it in one go, which I'm finding with Fallen Our Stars, like I can't put that shit down. Now I get it now why it was so it's written so to the point and it moves so fast like that book moves so fast this one moved so slow but let's let's find one of the beginning chapters we really get to see adam wilde grow and he hates his life even though he is at the peak of his life and his career in parentheses because you don't know your peak in life right until you're in it but also what if that peak is just getting you ready for something even bigger than that like your first relationship isn't your last and it shouldn't be your last because you'll know what you want and what you expect afterwards after having that first relationship so if you're in a relationship right now break up <laughs> that's that's my that's my tip okay after that the cello became her therapy Physical, emotional, mental, the doctors were amazed by Mia's upper body strength, where her old music teacher, Professor Christie, had called her cello body. Broad shoulders, muscular arms, and how her playing brought her strength back, which made the weakness in her right arm go away and strengthened an injured leg. I love that passage because it's ironic she got into a really bad accident she almost died but the and everything she had to get skin grafts she had to get bones and metal put into her but the only things that were not scraped and were like perfectly fine were her hands and she needs her hands her hands is what she plays her cello and music with how ironic that everything else was like broken but that one thing that's going to push you forward and that's going to help you heal through this experience is what you need the most, your hands. It's almost like, I don't know her because she's a fake character, <laughs> but it's almost like she needed, maybe she would, maybe she didn't need this, but maybe she needed, just like talk about it. She needed this experience to go through, to wipe out everything that she didn't need beforehand, wipe out all those old relationships except the one thing that she's going to fall back onto, which she's going to have to focus on because everything around her is not good and her body is broken. And if she tells doctors like how she's doing, they're going to say she's sick and that she's broken. The one thing she needed in her life was music and her gift. That was the only thing she needed to focus on and her hands weren't hurt. I think that's like so like miraculous. And so like serendipitous. But damn, do you, does your family really have to go for you to find that out? I don't think so. 
Okay, so I want to say anything about this book. I would recommend it. I would recommend reading this book because it's it's a it's a rock star's book. You're reading about a rock star's perse perspective about his and how ironic that your worst breakup in your life gives you the best album of your career. Like, heck. that's like that's how it works, though, right? Like your worst times in life give you like if you stick around stick around long enough, it ends up giving you the best gifts like think of i've okay i've filmed like three videos and every single video i've been talking about ariana so like ariana grande are you in my house like i keep thinking about you because your story is so public but it's real life and it's playing out in a very like for us to watch and like enjoy which is kind of weird and it would suck to be in her position but i am a pop culture scientist so i will use her as a demonstration and objective her worst breakup mac miller pete davidson her dancer from the honeymoon tour <laughs> that she wrote moonlight for i forgot his name ray i don't know all those bad breakups led to like the most beautiful songs like moonlight um the sweetener album but that was but she was in love and then that breakup boom her biggest album to date Thank you, next. I know it sucks while you're in the breakup that you hate it and you're mourning your loss and you're mourning who you used to be. But if you're mourning who you used to be, you're also making space for who you're gonna be. Okay, um, I need to repeat that because I need to take that advice. If you're mourning who you used to be, you're opening space and getting ready for who you're gonna be. So it's kind of like, say you're a snake. You shed that skin off so you can grow another one. And I feel like we all do that when we're not even aware of it. Like a snake sheds its skin when it's time to shed its skin. It doesn't matter if he's like happy, if he's mad, if he's rich, if he's poor, he's gonna shed his skin. And that happens to humans too. It doesn't matter if... It's almost like on God's time, you have no say. But okay, let me read, let me pick a, some more ideas from this book. I loved it because it was very young, um, young words and like young flirting, which I love hearing. Which you don't like once you pass like forty years old, you kind of like lose your spark. Or maybe you gain it, but you kind of lose your like enthusiasm with words. And young people love words, like like making fun of words, like the word gentleman, like an ironic case. Like you're both like 15 year old and you're like, yes, Mr. Gentleman, I would love to have a kiss from you, my princess. Like we'll like play around with it. But when you get older, you're kind of like over it. Like words like cheesy. Let's see other words. Weird, twisted, girlfriend. They're all very like young words. This series, this series of two books has a lot to do with spirituality and connection to your past ones. How does one move on after their family dies? Question number one. Question number two is 
the answer, which is spiritual connection. And Mia found that. And that's what pushed her forward. And she can do whatever she wants, knowing she has a dialogue and connection to the God source or to God's life. And I think that's why most of us, I included, fall to earth because we don't remember that connection or we're brainwashed that we're, that of our holiness and our divinity. And we get into depression and anxieties. But once you like have that, you plug yourself in to God for a lack of of a few words. You can do whatever you'd want, knowing that you're protected and you're being guided. And that's what was her story was. She was guided to the best music school. She attended the music school. And I think this, the, the dialogue, I forgot what page it was. It was like, she said that her family gave her her first cello as her gift. And now they're giving Adam, her ex-boyfriend, back into his life as a gift. That's how she interpreted it. And if you interpret life like that, it's so beautiful. Like viewing people, friends, as like gifts. Gail Foreman, I really loved what you're doing and what you've done. And to play the rock star, that's cool. I would love to play that role, like reading this shit. I was like, I can play that role. But um, Mia's gonna have to be a boy. <laughs> Like, I don't know how I'm going to, uh, I don't know. An actor can like do anything. I was like, how am I going to fall in love with a girl? But there's so much story in this book that it's easy for you to relate and love Adam and Mia. And you want them together. They are Romeo and Juliet. Read any book, any teen book, any adult book. Everything goes back to Romeo and Juliet. Everything. This is my Kirkland. Oh wait, Crokeland. Wait, let me see the Kodak, Kodiak, Koldick <laughs> sponsorship. I took a break to open up an ice cream. Mm. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? I'll take any flavor, any flavor at all. I swear, if you in the comments tell me that your favorite ice cream is cookie dough or cookies and cream i will literally block you <laughs> that's like the most like common answer but those ice creams are delicious give me a pistachio or a banana yes but i really recommend reading these two series maybe not the first book the first book is very slow and spiritual and you have to like want to read that but it's also spirituality from like 16 year olds so like it's not going to be like what you want it to be you're gonna have to like find the undertone of spirituality into it this one was cool because it was i mean when you write about a rock stars it's like it's just fun i never read a book from like that perspective But, okay, peace out because I have to go buy some chicken so I can cook for my dogs because they're outside the door starving. 
so I'm just gonna close my eyes and not look at them because they're gonna yell at me and bark at me because they want some chicken. Peace out. Do I stress you out?